Welcome to the Haunted Hangover Podcast. I'm Louie, and I'm joined by my bud Dave. Woo, woo, back again. And we're back for, for, for one of our staples, the mm-hmm. 2023 Haunted Hangover Halloween Mixtape. And boy... Do we have some gems this year, if I'm being quite honest? <laughs> we're all over the place. It's definitely a good one. No, it is a good one. But we're a little... I think there was almost an unintentional theme with certain tracks. I think I, yeah, went, was. I went a little out of, the, out of the circle when it comes to things. And I will admit, this is probably my cheesiest year. I picked two very yep. cringy tracks. <laughs> and that was done intentionally. <laughs> there's, there's one track that I kind of laugh at that you that you chose, but it was can, intentional. We'll get to that later. <laughs> it, it, it was it was intentional. Uh, why I picked, I, and if it's the one I'm thinking, there's a reason I, I chose it. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted this year to kind of, at least in my picks, to go the obvious Halloween route with a couple. Usually we, we definitely kind of, you know, they're more personal in, in some cases, I would say, in the past. Yeah. Um, but, but some of the ones, one specifically, uh, is definitely on most people's Halloween playlist or mixtape from what I've seen. So, you know, it's not as obvious as the Monster Mash or fucking Ghostbusters or Thrillers. because Thrillers. In my, in my world, thriller thrillers. is plural. There's <laughs> more than one. Or thriller. Sure. But I've seen one of my picks um, on other people's kind of Halloween playlists on Spotify and iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Or not pod- what, what does Apple have? Apple Music. Apple Podcasts yes. for podcasters. Um but yeah, it, we're going to see how this goes. Now, as usual, I forget if we did this last year or the year before, or if, we, if this is the third year we're doing this, we're going to go through 10 of the picks, and then the bonus four, you'll have to hop over to Patreon to find out why we chose those tracks. So Absolutely. Pl- Wait, this plug is in the, the Patreon. This is the fourth I believe this is the fourth mixtape, though, right? It is the fourth mixtape, which is yeah. wild. So <laughs> it's yeah, kind of it crazy. We're hitting number four, four in a lot Halloween. of these. Crazy. A lot of these reoccurring themed episodes that that we've done, and this is honestly one of our favorites. You know, you and I always have a good time. Picking, yes, they're always fun. Picking it's... songs and seeing how to make them how to make them kind of work together. Oh, you... I love I love doing this. And off before we hit record, you know, you always put the playlist together. So, like, we pick mm-hmm. the songs and then you sequence, sequence them. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. you sequence them. And we were joking because the order we break down the songs, like, kind of go back and forth with our picks, is never the order of the final playlist. No. So, there's a method to the madness when it comes to actually listening to it. Don't hit that shuffle button. When you do listen no, to this. No, it's made to be played not in shuffle. It's, it's sequenced to just let it play. <laughs> yeah, and as usual, it will be available on Spotify. If you have a Spotify account, that's the only way to listen to the Haunted Hangover Halloween mixtape for 2023. Now, another tradition that uh, we have here at the show when we do these episodes is I come up with a ridiculous <laughs> scenario at the top 
little story uh, that I that I kind of put together. It's always fictional, usually. Sometimes you come up with little kind of side stories that we attach to the I have one a little I bit still. Yeah, a little bit. That always kind of happens. But I always like to kind of put together this reenactment, I guess, or, or situation that we'd be in where this mixtape comes into play during a particular Halloween. And I'm not going to kill that tradition anytime soon. So I wrote a little spiel here. I will read. Dave has no spiel. idea what this is. So, nope. <laughs> yes, I like to keep you. I like to keep it ambiguous and not fill you in. But I'm quick to adapt. Quick to adapt. So here's my uh, here's my my faux story for the haunted hangover Halloween mixtape for 2023. The year is 2000. So right off the back, it's not Ugh. even. It's, it's not even 2023. Not, fa- <laughs> not even my favorite fucking year. year. But go ahead. <laughs> it's the year 2000. Even though this is the 2023 mixtape, but just go along with it. It's sure. October 30th. And we're looking for some music to take to our friend's Halloween party that he's having in his basement. So, very standard stuff here. Halloween party. Is it a Y2K Halloween party? (laughs) Well, Y2K is around. Well, no, Y2K would have already already happened because it's already the year 2000. It's still Y2K, though. Yeah, people are still paranoid, I guess, even though the new year already happened and everyone's okay. Listen, it's a whole year. (laughs) I, I feel like Y2K, anything can happen. I guess you're right. We're still here 23 years later. Still, right. <laughs> st- still worried about the uh, Y2K bug hitting everyone. But yeah, the Halloween party is at our friend's basement. Obviously, it's the year 2000. So we decide we're going to go on Napster. <laughs> really, Real throwback there. And download a couple of tracks. Now, obviously... Since it's the year 2000, we're all rocking that dial-up. So downloading several songs can take hours. Remember those days? Well, (laughs) let me tell you something. I had a friend in high school. I may have said this already. I had a friend in high school that had a T1 modem. And I would go to his house sometimes on like our lunch or something. Yeah. Or if we had a free period and I would just download a fuck ton of albums. (laughs) I would go on SoulSeek. Yes, yeah, so you got to yeah, you got to add SoulSeek in there. I still use it. There you go. And, and I would just go and download shit tons of albums and make bootleg CDs. <laughs> that's what you do when you're fit. You know, that's what you do when you're. Let's see. I guess I was like 15 or 16. No, let's see. So 2001, I graduated. So yeah, like 17, 16 years old. Yeah. <laughs> so you were you yeah. were using. I remember it taking like eight hours to download an album. Yes, it was you had fucking a horrible. Yeah, it was terrible. But yeah, in this scenario, we're using that dial-up. So while we're looking through songs, since we don't want to wait eight hours for a bunch of different tracks, we notice a single mysterious MP3 titled, now this is a very 2000s title, 666-1031 underscore mixtape. That's the the name of this MP3. So we're like, ooh, a mixtape. That means Let's there's this is. there's several songs on this one download. So we download it. We don't listen to it. We just burn that motherfucker to a disc and take it to our pal's house. We just take it over to his place. We play it. It's a banger. 
There's some some great tracks on it. We're having a good time. The people that drink underage are having their Bud Light. The people that don't drink are drinking their grape soda. Whatever. They're doing their thing. We're having a good time. There's the one new metal kid wearing the Marilyn Manson uh, <laughs> t-shirt. Love it. And uh, neck spikes. Then there's the one hardcore kid with the giant Jenkos and the jersey, like Dave War. And I, we have video evidence of that, which we've talked mm-hmm. about, I think, on the uh, on the podcast. And the, I wish I still the, had that hate breed jersey. Exactly, man. the hate breed jersey. I get a lot of money for that hate breed jersey. But yes, we're all having a great time. And the mixtape is winding down. And we notice there's a, a, a piece of... Remember when, remember when albums had like just nothing as a mystery track? Like I, I yes. think it was, uh, I think it was, uh, uh, was not follow the leader, the corn album, the first like yeah, the thirty first thirteen chart, songs yeah, was just dead was, air, right? Was just silence. Yeah. yeah. So something in that in that realm, but we hear these these kind of sinister sounding vocals, but they're backwards. So one of our friends grabs a tape recorder, brings it, records the uh, the audio because he's so curious what is being said it's backwards can't quite understand it so he plays it back in reverse and it reveals or it is revealed that the words say tonight is the beginning of the end Ooh, very spooky we hear yeah we hear a loud crash outside at that very moment right when the uh the words are revealed tonight is the beginning of the end a loud crash and we head outside to investigate what exactly happened. It's the end of my story. I'll keep keep you guys there on the cliffhanger. Right when that right, Y2K. Y2K. I said it would play into it a little bit. So right there on <laughs> Halloween, basically on Halloween, you fucking get that loud crash. What the fuck is going on outside? As soon as we play that 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 vocal, those vocals, and we flip them. Loud crash. We go outside. What the hell's going on? And that's when the night really begins. And that's when a crazy night, a, a crazy yep. Halloween is ahead of us. And ensues. What did you think of that little scenario, Dave? <laughs> I'm into it. I like it. Honestly, I like it. You're curious where it's going to go, I like go, the right? Napster thing. <laughs> yes, I had to throw yeah. that in. It's 2000. Everyone was using Napster. I think LimeWire was a little LimeWire. That was like 05, mm-hmm. 06, if I remember correctly. Soul Seek. Soul Seek, yeah. They're all, they're all, most of them are gone now, man. Metallica fucked everything Soul up. Seek, yeah. no, I use Soul Seek. It's still, still going strong. Fucking Lars Ol- Ulrich or whatever the hell, he hated Napster. Metallica hated yeah, Napster. Yeah. They fucking shut that shit down. But yes, let's dive into the official Haunted Hangover Halloween mixtape for 2023. And Dave, you're going to go first. Hit us with the first pick. My first pick and the entire album could literally be thrown on a playlist for Halloween is... T-S-O-L. The song's called Road of Gold, and it's from the album Change Today, which was released in 1984. There is another version of this song on their Hit and Run album, which is not a very good album. That came out in 87. However, the version on that album is pretty damn good. So I'll give it, I'll give that credit. Uh, 
This song, in my opinion, is a perfect Halloween playlist song because it has an eerie... I want to say they're like kind of flanged, eerie twin guitars going at the same time. And I could see an alternate edit of Angela from Night of the Demons doing her little dance to this song. It's almost like you could literally just insert this song and I don't think anybody would really bat an eye to it. They'd be like, oh yeah, this works. I that, agree. that is my first pick. Yeah, this this song's so good. The whole album is just it's my favorite punk record of all time. Yeah, you so, you picked it was pick. it last year or the year before you picked a song from this album? I forget. It might have been It's Red Shadows. That's yeah, the song probably that I chose. I think that might have been which one it was. I think that might have been two years ago or possibly last probably. year. One of the listeners want to refresh our memories. Let us know. But yeah, TSO there, you know. I think I said it last time. I, I would agree this album is definitely, it has a lot of autumn vibes. The track obviously does, but it goes along with the rest of the album that kind of just has that whole feel. I, I, I could see you picking in the future another track from this album because it's definitely, it's definitely your go-to uh, when it comes to Halloween music or music you think should be yeah. in a Halloween playlist. So definitely a good one. Not much else to elaborate because we did we did talk about this album in the past, uh, but it is a, it yeah. is a good it is a go a good go to, and uh, I appreciate it. I've listened to the whole album a million times as well, so can't complain. No complaints here. So my first pick, silly ass song, pretty ignorant. It's from Pretty Maids. So there you go. I use pretty and pretty. The band is Pretty Maids, and the song is Night Danger. I never now, heard this before. I'm surprised. <laughs> I like it. I'm surprised. Yeah, I never you heard it. I'm surprised you don't know the song because it was featured in the 1985 film Demons. Directed by Lumberto Bava. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's why it <laughs> sounds familiar. It's yeah, like one of those dude. songs that you know it, but it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's in, it's in Demons. The, the entire soundtrack to Demons is amazing. And a yeah, lot of people good. don't talk about it. There's so many tracks in it that just work so well for that movie being a mid-80s movie. Because you think about it, Return of the Living Dead yeah. and all these other horror movies have so such prominent tracks featured in them. And I feel like Demons, when it comes to those list of films, Night of the Demons, which you mentioned, Return of the Living Dead, Dream Warriors, you know, all those movies have have such iconic songs from bands. Demons, you don't you don't hear it that often. Uh, but yeah, this is from they're a Danish metal band, Pretty Maids. Um, it's technically from their 1984 album Red Hot and Heavy, which is a it's it's such. An 80s sounding. Fitting. <laughs> Very fitting for <laughs> Very that. Very fitting for the time. And it is such a, a 80s title for an album, which I, I love. And, and again, going back to Demons, I think that even though it's not a Halloween set film, I think it's a great Halloween watch. Would sure. you agree? could see that, yeah. Absolutely. The whole concept, Second one, too. Oh, second one for sure. But the, yeah. the the original with the movie theater and the mask, my favorite character, the pimp, he's fucking great. That yeah. motherfucker <laughs> comes back in the second one as a different character, if I remember correctly. It's, oh, it's fucking the same. hysterical. It, you know what it is? 
it's demons one and demons two is the same thing as return of the living dead and return of the living dead two where it's like kind of the same you know it's similar plots and then they use the whole like the same cast again it's the same it's pretty funny it's the same people isn't there a joke in return of the living dead two where they're like haven't we done this before like they look at each other yes there is it's (laughs) self-aware yeah yeah i don't think it's very self-aware i don't think they did that in demons two but yeah, it is cool how and those movies came out around the same time. It is cool how they both kind of adopted the whole use the same cast from the from the previous film, bring them back for the sequel as different people. I love when old horror movies do that. Shit is hysterical. Yeah, it is. <laughs> one one more thing about this uh this track or album I should say that I think is interesting is the release date of Red Hot and Heavy was October 29th, 1984. So, literally a few days shy of Halloween. So, you know, somebody on October 31st was bumping this album loud. Absolutely. <laughs> so, I love Devil's that. Devil's Night too. For sure. I love that. I love that this came out a couple days before Halloween. So, there was some metalhead in, like, cut-up jeans, a leather jacket with pins and studs, mm-hmm. Long, dirty-ass, greasy, flowing hair and, like, a mustache. White Reeboks. White Reeboks. Like, three belts for some reason. <laughs> like, a studded one, a regular one, a wallet chain. Bullet belt. A bullet belt was was rocking out to fucking Pretty Maids. Night Danger on Halloween. Probably wearing, like, a half-ass costume, which makes the whole thing even better. So, <laughs> I wanted to point that out because I just thought it was great. <laughs> My next pick is by a band called Lave of Heaven. The song is called Moon Driven Sea. And this is off their demo, which came out in 2022. So Lave of Heaven is a New York City punk, post-punk band. Uh, They actually just released their debut on Sacred Bones Records. And there is a newer version of this song that I just, it's very good. But I like the demo version more. So I just, I threw the the demo version on it. But um, when I first heard the song, I immediately knew this was going on the mixtape slash playlist. Like I, you know, it was it was a given. And I don't know, it's melancholy mood really makes me see a bunch of like sad punk kids sneaking into abandoned homes and just making out with each other. <laughs> okay. And just just doing that all night and just like lighting candles and spray painting shit and not you know yeah. punching holes in walls. That's kind of what it reminds me of. Um, this band's super good that their, their full length that came out maybe a month ago is mm. like, this is going to be one of my favorite albums of the year. It's, it's really good. I didn't know they were from New York. I had no idea yeah, that they New were York. in New York. What part of New York? I'm pretty you know? sure they're from New York. I, I think like Manhattan area, I think, or like Brooklyn <laughs> Brook- or something. Brooklyn, probably. I feel like I all mean, the- if you want, I could look it up right now. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Like I said, it's funny because most bands like this, you would you would think they'd be from like L.A. or something like that or California, yeah, right? Yeah, they, yeah, they're from New York. It's cool to see bands just being a New Yorker. You're a New Yorker, too, even though you don't live here anymore. But nonetheless, mm-hmm. it's still cool to see like up-and-coming bands like just making good music coming from here because you don't really you don't really see that that often like anymore at least 
Well, I mean, I, there's a lot of good bands, especially now, that are now. coming out of New York that are yeah. like, like, you know, in the punk and hardcore stuff, and it's cool. And it, like, it, it, I know I've probably mentioned this before, but the muse, the the overwhelming amount of music that is released now is insane. Yeah, it's and hard a to lot keep track of it. Good. Yeah. And that's another thing insane. Yeah, it it, it really is. So my second pick, and this is something we talked about last year, because at the time the movie had just come out. And I remember us having a conversation and saying that the use of this track in the movie was perfect. The entire setup, the way they used it, the way they utilized it in the editing and just the sequence. And that is the Boy Harsher song, Burn It Down, but the rework version. There are two versions. Now, this is just a single for Halloween Ends 2022, the final film in the trilogy. We reviewed it last year during our, our Halloween Hangout episode. Um, we were both a fan of the film. We all, we, we all enjoyed it. My sister yep. was on with us, and I remember her, Sam. She said she enjoyed it as well. Um, there, th- so the, the original version of the song is a lot, I guess, softer. There's no kind of upbeat kind of portion to it. It's definitely atmospheric, slow. I'm a big Boy Harsher fan. I love Boy Harsher. It's probably one of my favorite bands to come out in the last, I'd say, what, like eight, nine years. Um, This song, like the, the, the fact that it was featured in Halloween ends is a good outlet for them because it gets them to the next, the next definitely. level. You know, having a, a song featured in any Hollywood or, you know, film that has a wide release, you know, gets a lot of eyes on you. And I think they're very talented. I think they do. A, she has a great voice and the music is just really kind of well done. Um, and the reason I'm picking it is for that reason. I think the song is super atmospheric. It's in Halloween ends. So why the, that's the most obvious uh, reason why. Um, and, and the sequence that it's in, and we're kind of being a little redundant here, but that part where they're driving on the motorcycle and they go to the roof of one of the buildings. It's perfect. And this song yeah. is playing so great. The part where the track in the rework version gets all upbeat, very danceable. I dig it. It's a fucking vibe. Uh, it's perfect for a Halloween party, in my opinion. Like, I think that. I agree. The rework version specifically. It's like just. Everything about it, you know, it's a banger. That's it. Plain and simple. It's a banger. It was in a horror movie. It's got a shit ton of atmosphere. And it's from a very talented band that I think all their albums are fucking good. Their movie, I don't know if you saw it. It's called The Runner. It's on Shudder. I've seen it. Fucking yeah, it's, great. It's pretty so good. good. And the, 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 yeah. they wrote, I think, an EP for it. Fucking amazing. Just, yep. I like them a lot. I, I like them. I, I've wanted to include them in one of our mixtapes. And I feel the song "Burn It Down" is is, is tailor made for one of our Halloween mixtapes. Yeah, it's a good so choice. So I had to Definitely. had to throw it in there. My next pick is from a band called Hollows Eve, and the song is called "Plunging to Megadeth." And it's off the album Tales of Terror, 
which came out in 1985. So this Hollow's Eve album is the cover. Well, A, the band is called Hollow's Eve. And two, the cover is like an executioner. It's like kind of like a crudely, not crudely, but it's like a like a drawn up executioner. Yeah. With like an, I believe it's there's an axe cover. in his hand. Yeah, it's really, it really is. And I mean, you know what you're getting into just by looking at it. But um, I first heard Hollow's Eve on the River's Edge soundtrack. And now River's Edge is not anything close to a Halloween movie. No. However, I do think you could watch that movie during Halloween time, too. Uh, I don't know if you would agree with that, but... It's got I would a, say so. It's got a it's got a it's got a spooky eerie vibe to it. I can see that. Right. Well, pretty much the reason why I even say that is because all the characters that are in River's Edge are pretty much the kids that I see in my Halloween scenarios that I make <laughs> yeah. up. So, <laughs> you know, but yeah, the song fucking rips, man. Like it, it's it's a really interesting concoction of crossover thrash and some hair metal. It works really well. Uh, it's the kind of song you jump on your you jump in your Firebird or your BMX bike, and you're just looking for trouble on Halloween. Like <laughs> I just Firebird. picture chase scenarios. You jump into your Trans Am and fucking. Yep. <laughs> um, I think I picked the Hollow's Eve song like one of the previous years, and it's the song from the movie Pacific Heights with Michael Keaton. <laughs> I don't know if you remember Michael- that. I'm just to Yo, me, it's a funny, it's a funny pairing right there, Michael Keaton and Halsey. <laughs> Yo, dude, so I'm pretty sure, I, I, I'm pretty sure, you know, I, you know, we've done a couple of these and we've done a lot of episodes of the podcast. I'm pretty sure there's a song because, because in the movie he's playing like this insane next door neighbor that becomes obsessed with this couple and he's trying to hurt them and kill them and all stuff. It's Michael I've never Keaton. Never seen this movie. Oh, dude. Watch it whenever you have the chance. What's it called again? Pacific Heights. Okay. And it came out, I think, in 1989. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's called Pacific Heights. So, um, 1990. So, so it came out in 1990. So watch it. But in that movie, um, the, I, I I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the name of the song is Lethal Tendencies. I picked it a few years ago as a as I think a bonus pick in our Halloween mixtape. So that's funny that you're picking one of their songs a few years later. Amazing. And in that yeah. scene, so there's a scene. I think the female lead. It's a very known actress. Plays her. Walks into a garage and there's a boombox playing that song, Lethal Tendencies. And it's like a that six. Rules. It's like a six minute. Uh, tr- like just metal, fucking like crunchy ass riffs track. That's a great song too. Yo, Hollow's Eve is fucking. They're fucking yeah, that, great, that, dude. Yeah, the album's awesome. <laughs> that, and Pacific Heights is awesome, and so is River's Edge. So yeah. <laughs> that's one. That's one thing about that band. They're in two fucking great movies. They have two songs featured in two great movies. So I got. I got to look up Pacific Heights. I'm gonna add it to my watch list. I I love I love Pacific Heights. It's so good. It's one of my favorite uh, underrated Michael Keaton movies. So okay. I I love Michael Keaton. So I'm all, I'm all, I'm all for watching old movies with him in it, and that's a fucking great. I've always loved it. So. I know we awesome. went off on a tangent there, but that's okay. Hollow's Eve is it, it <laughs> all goes okay. back. It all goes back to them because they're fucking awesome. 
yeah, it's getting spooky out here. Holding Nino Browns done turn pookie out here. No cool niggas, it's just goofies out here. I mean, niggas is eating pork wearing koofies out here. Through it all, stood tall, doofy out here. Ten toes down, I'm on two feet out here. Truthfully out here, I'll be toothly out here. This is where the cheese comes into play. This is where we're we getting. This is where we're getting into the cheese territory. This is a track I've wanted to pick previous years that we did this. I, I, I've been, I've had it in the back burner for a while now. I've been like, all right, I'm gonna. This isn't the year. All right, I'm gonna pick it this year. No, it's not the year. I keep, I keep pushing it back, and I say, you know what? 2023 is gonna be the year I pick this song. And it's the track FVJ intro. And it's from Fabulous and Jadakiss. <laughs> it's no, from <laughs> I forgot about this project when you told me you were putting this on there. So this is this is a project that the two of them did together in mm-hmm. 2017. I, I know we both enjoy Fabulous and Jadakiss. I, I think it's yep. fair to say, right? Both OGs. Yep. These guys have been around. For fucking years, long time. Uh, Thirty years, maybe twenty. Jadakiss more. Yeah, Jadakiss way more. But I think both of them have been around a very, very long time when it comes to hip hop. Um, but this is from the 2017 album. Listen to this title of this album: the cringiest thing you'll ever hear. Friday on Elm Street. (laughs) So boom. so, So cheesy. Super tough. cheesy. It's tough, but it's fucking cheesy as fuck. <laughs> now it's cheesy. It's so cheesy. Now I think these guys listen. When it comes, we both listen to hip hop as well as fucking hardcore, goth, post punk, punk, hardcore. We listen to everything. It's been it's been heavily documented on the podcast that we like everything. Yep. And uh, I had to pick this because the song is produced as if. Fabulous is Freddy Krueger and Jadakiss is Jason. So keep that in mind. Each one, each one of them are portraying these characters in the right. lyrics and the kind of back and forth because the song starts with Fabulous and then ends with Jadakiss's segment. They each kind of have a bookend of the song. And the beat is a remixed version of the Nightmare on Elm Street theme i was gonna say it's definitely yeah and there's a ton of references to nightmares i'll be your worst nightmare and uh, fabulous literally says that (laughs) and killing people you know jadakiss says he resides in camp crystal like it's very very fucking cringy (laughs) it is some cringe some cringy cringy lyrics in this song but The reason why I wanted to highlight it here on the show is because there's been a lot of shitty, really kind of gimmicky hip-hop songs that people put on Halloween playlists. Fresh Prince, Nightmare on My Street, The Fat Boys, I forget the name of the song that they had featured in Nightmare on Elm Street 4, Freddy's Here, I think, or whatever the fuck. Super, you know, novelty songs that are on all Halloween playlists. And I said, you know what? No one ever puts the fabulous Jadakiss song, FBJ intro on their Halloween playlist. And I said, you know what? Us motherfuckers at Haunted Hangover are going to be the ones to put it on a Halloween playlist slash mixtape. And I wanted to. And you did it. And I did it. I said, I'm going to do it. 
listen, I'll say this. While the song is a bit corny, you got to admit the flow from both of them, fantastic. Well, they're both great rappers. They're the, both the, the beat's great. definitely a little corny, but it's, it is funny. <laughs> now, it's entertaining. It's entertaining as fuck. Now, if you want to go to another degree of cringe, here we go. Now, if we're taking it a step, a step above, I highly recommend going on YouTube and watching the music video for this track. There is a music video for this Didn't song. Know that. It is amazing. So we've got Fabulous dressed up as fucking Freddy Krueger. You and I know you know a lot about Fabulous and Jada Kiss. I know you do. So c- mm-hmm. can you picture either one of yeah, them doing this? So exactly what I did. <laughs> so, the minute you said it. So Fabulous is dressed as Freddy, but his sweater is not red and green. It's black and blue. He's got on the fedora. He's got on of the Freddy. He's got on the Freddy glove, and he's he's uh in like this very atmospheric lit hallway with the bit bright light behind him. You see a silhouette. They're chasing a a a girl with a blonde chick who's obviously wearing a wig, running away from them in this night in this nightmare world. She's in the bed. I do like that they recreate the. Freddy being pushed through the wall, like that whole Freddy kind of stretching the walls from the original Nightmare mm-hmm. on Elm Street um, scene. They recreate that. It's fucking hysterical just seeing Fabulous rhyme and rap. I'm going to watch dressed it after as, this. Dressed as fucking Freddy Krueger. He doesn't have the burns or anything, but he's just wearing right. the Fre- the fucking Freddy gear. Then we hop over to Jadakiss's part. My man Jadakiss got... <laughs> He's got on. This shit is hysterical, dude. Just me describing it. Um, he's got on like this black hockey mask that looks like it's got jewels or some shit on it. I was going to say, <laughs> that's amazing. And like the red lining and all that stuff on it. My man's wearing overalls. He's got on a... a uh, overalls. Red, he's got on a red and green flannel jacket. He got to rock the Tims. Can't can't play. He's got on a pair of Tims and he's literally killing people in a playground or some shit. It's hysterical. It I'm is amazing. It. it is one of the as soon as we're done recording, Dave, you need I'm to go on YouTube watch it. and Google this. Going to. It'll make you appreciate the song can't wait. even more. And it's dude, I'm speechless right now, just describing how much I love that this exists. Like, no one talks about it. It needs to be featured in more Halloween stuff. No one talks about it. It's it, it, it flew under the radar. And I know I'm spending way too much time on I remember when it came and, out. <laughs> yes. Oh, the album cover is kind of simple and cool, minimal. It's got like fire right. on it. It's half white with the fire on the yeah. right-hand side. I like the album too. I think it's, it's, you know, it's kind of gimmicky, but I do dig the album. I do dig what they did. You know, the, their boys. I even think they did a battle. Uh, during the pandemic when they were having oh, the verses. battles. Yeah, the verse. I think they did one to get because they're actually boys in real life or they were boys. Hopefully they still are. You never know. You never know in the world of hip hop. Yeah, I don't out. know. Um, but yeah, man, had to so, had to show some love to my boys. Fabulous and Jada kiss, man. And, and, and FVJ intro. Great track. Even better music video. Cringy as fuck. But I love it.
My next pick is by a group called Troller, and the song is called Tiger, and it's off their self-titled album that came out in 2012. So I believe they are from Austin, Texas, or at least Texas, but I, I think I do think it's Austin. And I remember, <laughs> this is a little rando story here, I remember going to sleep no. to this album once. And having a dream, I was kidnapped by a cult. It was fucking, fucking wild. Terrifying. Like honestly, <laughs> it was fucking scary wild. As shit. Yeah, it was. It was. I woke up like I woke up like yo, <laughs> fuck. But um, this particular song would bring a perfect ending to a Halloween night. And I've probably used an example very adjacent to this, but let's take two lovers dancing in a fog-covered valley. And it's like a private show for the spirit of Halloween to this song. That's what I feel. That's what I see when I listen to this song. Are you familiar with this group at all? Yeah, I'm familiar with them. I listened to the. I've listened to their stuff before. It's good. I, I dig it. Yeah, it's like it, it's put it this way. They came out during the time where a lot of newer kinds of music were coming out. Like it was kind of like the blog era. Yeah. Um. Uh, you know, when this this kind of came out and they they had a pretty big buzz when they when they dropped. And I'm almost positive they were on the Stranger Things guys label uh, mm, holodeck. Yeah. Um, whatever the two guys from Stranger Things where they had their own label. The survive and they were, guys. Right. Yeah, the survive yeah. guys. And I'm, I'm almost positive they were specifically releasing artists through Texas mm. and they were one of them. Um, oh. They did put out an album this year, and the album was announced a while ago. But Relapse put it out, hmm. and it's like you know, you're it's it's interesting. It's like electronic adjacent. I don't know. It's hard to describe. It's its own thing. Yeah, it's very well. It makes sense that they're kind of, well. They were signed to those guys' label because the music yeah. is. I wouldn't say as analog as Survive and what those guys do, but right. I could see them kind of. Yeah, you know, taking them under their wing in a way because yeah, it's, exactly. Because I believe they are they they haven't been around as long as the Survive guys, right? The Stranger Things guys. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. But this is from their first album. Then they put out a second album, mm. and then they didn't put anything else out until now. Yeah, interesting. Well, that's how all it's, those groups yeah. are. I've even Survive, which have been on a previous. I picked one of their songs in a previous yeah. um, mixtape. Survive hasn't released an album in like seven years, so it's like that's yeah, it's been a long time. That's the way kind of I feel these yeah, musicians love to get are from them. Yeah, man. Me too. They're great, man. Yeah. They're fucking awesome. Seriously. Um, yeah. But yeah, dude, this is a good pick. You always pick your romantic, sexy songs yep. that are about always. lovers and things. So always, I respect that. I like that you always. There, I like that you always add that to the mixtape. <laughs> have to. There's there, there's a there's a romanticism with Halloween in general for, with me. I agree. So it's you know what I'm saying. So it's it's only fitting. I agree. I see more So continuing on the theme of cheesy bands and cheesy music videos. Keep and, saying, here we go. <laughs> and cheese. Here we go, because I'm 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 all about the cheese, uh, my last two picks. Um this song is from the group Priest, and the track is A Signal in the Noise. Now, I'm gonna be very upfront here. This band sucks. 
They're terrible. Their music, <laughs> and, and, and no offense to anyone that digs them, their shit is garbage, in my opinion. Subjective. Keeping it very real here. I think their music is not good. And apparently there's some, I think the band is made up of ex-members of Ghost. The, you know, the very famous Okay, I didn't Ghost. know that. Apparently. They're, they're kind of, uh, I think they're people that were a part of the, like when Ghost was good. Like the first two albums. Right. And then they left after that. And that's when Ghost kind of got very gimmicky themselves and focused more on merch and being a theater band than actually writing good music. Right. Um, I think this group was started after that, I believe. Um, this is from their 2022 album, Body Machine. So the name of the group is Priest and the name of the album is Body Machine. Now, I will say this song is the only song I've ever heard from this group that I, I like. I fuck with it. Yeah, I fuck with it too. It's catchy. It's uh, It's got very dark undertones. It makes you want to kind of, you know, dance a little bit. It's got kind of dancey sure. vibes in it. it. Insanely, you know what it reminds me of? It's like an insanely cheesy song you would dance at a goth club with a guy or girl. You know what I mean? Like, I used to go to mm-hmm. goth clubs in when I was... 22 21 they used to be i might have said it on the show before there used to be this goth club in new york called the bat cave and heard of it yeah they had a lot of halloween events um back in the day and i would go to them with our friend emily and emily and and tito who's come up on the show before and a bunch of other people that i've been friends with for fucking 20 something years castro Um, smoke Castro smoke. Can't forget Castro. Uh, my boy Castro. He was definitely in the smoke when we hung out at the Batcave back in the day. Of course. But this song, A Signal in the Night, in the noise. I always say A Signal in the Night because the night would make it a better, that sounds like a better title, but A Signal sure. in the Noise kind of gives me those nostalgic vibes of when I used to go to a goth club during Halloween. And I feel like Love that. this would be, dude, goth clubs were wild back in the day because- you know, it's kind of a dead thing now. You don't really see too many goth events happening in the city. It was very big at one point. And, you know, they, you know, anyone could go to them. I was never like, I was always into goth music. I've always been into goth music, just like you, Dave. You know, I've always been into the genre of music, post-punk, goth, that whole subculture. I just never looked like a goth kid. I never wore platforms. I never fucking wore like yeah, you know, makeup so. and all that shit. Spikes. And I never did that because I was also listening. Oh, I look like a hardcore kid when I used to go or like a metal kid when I used sure. to go to these fucking things. And even I never looked like a, like a standard metal head. I wouldn't say either. Um, but I still enjoyed going because they did play some good tracks. And this song just reminds me of those days, even though it came out last year, the song itself. Um, and yeah. this group just sounds like the type of music you would hear in 2004, 2005 that would play at these type of goth events. Um, this also has a music video, insanely cheesy. The entire group, like the members of this group, wear a bondage mask with spikes on them and leather and all kinds of shit. Very corny. Of course. But it's, it, I, I feel like they're trying to bring back what was happening 20 years ago. Like they seem like they were plucked out of 2004 and dropped in 2022, 2023. And it's kind of crazy. And like I said, I don't like their music. I've skimmed through other tracks. They don't resonate with me. I don't think they're good. But this song, 
I fuck with it. Good song. It's perfect for a Halloween playlist. It's good for a Halloween mix. Uh, I hope there are no listeners of ours that this is their favorite group because they're probably like, Louis, you motherfucker, <laughs> you just shit all over Priest. Yeah. Uh, but no, I just, I'm not feeling them, but I am feeling this song. I also don't want you to get them confused with the band Priests, plural, because that is a much better post-punk band. That's a uh, female-fronted. They're very yes. good. Priests. I'm into them. They're very good. This is a different priest. Singular. <laughs> so, singular. Singular priest. A signaling of the noise. Listen Don't get to it, it twisted. If you think, if you love priest and you think I'm wrong, they're amazing. I, I will take any, I'll take any fuck you, Louis. I'll accept them. I under, <laughs> I'll take them. You can throw them at, you can throw them my way because I do not agree with that at all. But this song, banger. So my final pick for this episode is Sushi and the Banshees, the song Spellbound from the album Juju that came out in 1981. Now, I've been a fan for a while. Uh, I'm not going to lie, though. The Juju album, I actually only became hip to through Sheila. Wow, you just found that? Wow, dude, that... (laughs) Yeah, I don't mean Isn't to cut crazy? you off, but the whole no, album is a Halloween album, basically. Yeah, it's amazing. The whole yeah, album, exactly what I was gonna so. say. So, so when I when I you know when I heard this song, which is probably going back now, probably like a year and a half ago, I knew it was gonna be you know what I mean. Like I knew this was going to be on a playlist. Like just you know just like um, what's it called? What was the other song I said that I was gonna be on a playlist? The Lathe of Heaven song. Like yeah. that, I knew it. So, the whole album is amazing. And I could always hear this song at the end of a movie while the credits roll. Like, like I could always see it. Specifically a Halloween-related movie. And someone really needs to throw this in a horror <laughs> movie or, you know, something Halloween-adjacent. And maybe it already is. Yeah. But this really is another great addition to your Halloween listening pleasure. Because whole album bangs. I, I got a copy of it off of Amazon. Um, it's not an easy album to find. No, it's uh, not. This album. It's not. Um, and I'm pretty sure I got it probably about seven months ago and I'm pretty sure it's even harder to find now. Dude, it's the, so. it's the, in my opinion, it's the best Susie and the Banshees album. I, I've been, I've been, dude, I've been listening to Susie and the Banshees since high school. Like I've always been going back to what I was saying about goth clubs and stuff. And I'm glad you picked Spellbound and not Halloween. Halloween's a great fucking song to trick or treat. That's another great mm-hmm. fucking song off of this album. Um, but I, there's, I, I, I don't know what it is. There is, um, a show. I think it's a TV show that I'm a fan of. It's not coming to mind right now that the end credit scene is spellbound. It like cuts right to spell. What I say? Yeah, it, it is. It's a perfect song yeah, for that. I forget what it is. It's a, t- it's a TV show that's, that's in the last few years. Gonna have that to look it up. Gonna have to look it up. Unfortunately, I did not do that for. I'm not prepped for that for this episode. It's okay. Um, but dude, Susie and the Banshees, man, I, so good. Like Susie Sue, her voice. I said sushi, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know, Susie, Susie Sue, um, Susie Sue. Her, her, just voice. Just she is literally the female Robert Smith when it comes to like old goth music and kind of the. 
one of the like staples in that universe of music you know and just kind of one of oh, the definitely. i guess at this point she's like the grandmother of of the goth music post-punk scene so good dude juju is such a fucking good album and and spellbound such a great track and so is the halloween show a little a little love to the halloween track on the same album because that I, i've seen that on countless i've seen both of these songs on other halloween like playlists and stuff like that because just the, the entire album is just it's an autumn. It's got autumn, Absolutely. autumn, autumn vibes to it. I know we say yeah. vibes and stuff a lot on the show, but it, it's it's the word. It's the word to use when it comes to stuff yeah. like this. Um, again, uh-huh. I knew it was gonna be on there. So there's another Susie in the in the Banshee song that I fucking love, and it's on my personal. Um, I have the I have uh, Spellbound also on my personal halloween playlist that i have a, mm-hmm. like a fuck it's like 15 hours long on, on spotify sure um <laughs> but the song face to face from the batman returns soundtrack yo that song Didn't know they were on a batman yo, returns soundtrack list, that's amazing listen to the song face to face you know batman returns from 1990 uh, michelle pfeiffer as catwoman and danny devito as penguin Oof. Dude, i just didn't know they were it's on my favorite soundtrack. it's my own personal favorite batman movie um it's great Dude, listen to Face to Face from that soundtrack. Listen to that Susie and the Banshee song. That shit's a banger as well. Dude, Susie is one of the best. Okay. Susie and the Banshees, Definitely. one of the fucking best when it comes to like old post-punk goth music. Just, you can't go wrong with anything, you know, that they do. It's just so good, man. And this is a spellbound, I agree. Tailor made for a Halloween playlist. Absolutely. So my last pick for this episode is a piece of music that's a score. I like to always pick at least one score from a movie. It's something I always try to do because I feel like like our mixtapes need that. You know, sometimes I think you've maybe picked one in the past, but it's usually me that grabs a piece of music from a film and then plugs it into the playlist because I think it's just necessary when it comes to just Halloween atmosphere, you got to add kind of creepy, spooky music to it. You need it. Like something a little more obvious is needed. Yeah. And the track I'm picking is from the group Lamatos. I believe they're Canadian. And yes. the, 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 the song itself or the track is Mackie's Theme. Now, this is from a film I think is super underrated. And that is the 2018 movie, Summer of 84. Not never a ho- seen it. Never seen it. So nope. it's not a Halloween film at all. And they released it around the time where Stranger Things was about two years old. So the whole kids on bikes, you know, in the 80s was a huge yeah. and, and making all the money and everyone was talking about it. So they definitely were trying to capitalize on that. But I think the movie itself is it kind of pushed boundaries that Stranger Things wouldn't have done at the time. I think now 
Stranger Things is a lot darker because they're older. The kids are like fucking 20 years old almost at this point. So they can kill them, hurt them, injure them, bloody them up and have them curse and say fuck and things like that. It's a little edgier, like especially that last season because they're a lot, they're a lot, they're a lot older. Um, But in this movie, and I'll give a really quick plot synopsis because it's really the song that I want to focus on. I want to watch it. Um, the plots about these, this, it's basically the burbs with teenagers in the 80s. They think that their neighbor so, is a serial killer because the town has like these 13 boys that have gone missing and it's been happening for a decade. And they think that their neighbor is responsible for these missing kids, basically. And what I love about the movie is it's got its like best friend and it's it's lighthearted in a way. But dude, the last act, when it starts to get towards the end of the film, gets extremely dark and kind of mean spirited. You know, the characters you think that wouldn't get killed die. And, and I'll say I don't want to spoil too much about the movie. But towards the end, it's not there's not really a happy ending. It's really fucking bleak. And I think (laughs) I'm not going to ruin it, but I think they and I I highly recommend anyone that's listening and Dave, even you, since you've never seen him, watch this movie. It was released on Shudder. I don't know if it's still up there. I think they distributed it, distributed it initially, Um, but it might still be up there. I I think it's fucking great. I I don't think I got enough love. And I think it's because it's it, it definitely goes to a dark place towards like the middle to last act, I'd say. In the movie, and it kind of did things Stranger Things wouldn't have done at the time. Uh, but the score, Lamato, Lamatos, I believe is how you pronounce it. They're a, like a synthwave act. I've seen them yeah. live. I have to. We saw them live together. We went to go see yeah, Carpenter. Yeah, I was going to say. I think it was with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. We went to go see Carpenter Brute, and they opened for uh, I, Carpenter Brute. I think they're French Canadian. French Canadian. You're right. Because I think yeah, Lamatos. So. Lamatos means something, something in French. I don't, I, I don't know either. Um, but the score. And the piece of music itself is very John Carpenter-esque, which I know a lot of people do that now. But to me, it's more old John Carpenter. Not what he's doing now, where it's more guitar-driven and it feels more like a band. It's like it's him, yeah, it his, his son, and his I think his godson yeah. or whatever. Daniel Davies. Yes. It's more in name? line of what he was doing with Alan Hallworth. Is it Hallworth? Yeah. The stuff he was doing. Hallworth. During Halloween 3, Halloween 2, and all that stuff. I saw him live, too. Yeah, Escape from New York. Like, that era of John Carpenter. That's what this is. Very minimalist, very analog, simple. And this piece of music, it just has a buildup, tension. And when you watch the scene, and I'm not going to spoil it here, but when you watch the scene and the music play, it works so well. It adds to the tense. The tenseness, the tenseness of the scene. And I love it, dude. I love the whole score to the movie. The, the entire score is fucking fantastic. And it's kind of like, obviously, they were kind of going the route. We mentioned the dudes from Survive, the guys that scored Stranger Things. They were borrowing from that. But I even still think that the music itself doesn't sound like what Survive is doing. Survive is very no. kind of pure in what they're doing. It's very, yeah. they're using actual instruments and like it's actual synth and keyboards and things like that. Where this is obviously more overly produced, but it still is minimalist to a w- in a way where it sounds 
very 1978 John Carpenter, like the original Halloween, the original, you know, Escape from New York, The Fog. And, and I love it. it. It's more in line with The Fog, I would say. That's probably when it comes to John Carpenter scores. And that's, I think it's fucking great. What did you think of this track? I was so curious since you compo- compose music. What did you think of this track? Oh, I like it a lot. I mean, yeah. it's like, I, so it's funny. I'm pretty sure I bought this like digitally when it came out and mm-hmm. I'd never seen the movie, but yeah, it's because yeah. I like Lamato. So, yeah. Uh yeah, the whole the whole score is good. And yeah, this is definitely on the um dude, even like maybe Christine level. Yes. You know what I mean? Like Which I've picked in the past. I picked the Christine right. track in the past exactly. in, a, in a previous uh mixtape. So, so yeah, I'm I'm a fan. I like it. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. You know, a lot of these synthwave, you know, we've shit on synthwave in the podcast in the past. I'm not gonna do that here. I already shit on priest. Uh you know, <laughs> I feel like some of them kind of get a little too much with the saxophones and all that stuff. And I feel like this, the purest form of it is the simple, you know, keyboard kind of approach. And, and the darkness of it is what I've always loved when it comes to that type of music. And this score in general, and this track specifically encapsulates that I feel, and they did a great job. And the models, they're, they're very talented uh, musicians. So I, I dig it a lot. So that was our 2023 Haunted Hangover Halloween mixtape. Dave and I will be talking about four more tracks over on the Patreon page in an exclusive mini bonus episode. Be sure to subscribe. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at Haunted Hangover. Head over to hauntedhangover.com for links to all of our spooky content and also the patreon page where you can listen to said episode and if you can rate review us that would be greatly appreciated and as always remember the best cure for a hangover is more booze catch you guys later bye